Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, my talkers, we have a special surprise for you on this Monday. Julia is here with us, but we have a very special guest. Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish is here with us to hang out and give us a little food news, some fun news, and a little bit of in-between. Let's have some fun, guys. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Hello. It was so weird coming into work today. I'm like, where is everyone? Why are there no cars in the park? Not <laughs> practicing it's community service for Martin Luther King. Yes. So happy Martin Luther King Day. We've got a little bit of audio and some some nice stuff on that to do later in the show. But it's I haven't I haven't seen you. We on. need to have a moment about your hair because why? Well, first of all, <laughs> this is the first time in our entire relationship that's going on like 27 years. No, it's over that. It's 88. Okay, so my. Nine hair is shorter than yours for the first time in uh, forever oh yeah really and you you just cut yours off and then you just made yours a different color yeah Mm. and your brown brunette situation i like it why do you think it's so hard well because gray comes shows up a lot quicker on brown than it does on brown that's just the only difference yeah my sister's a brunette and that is she's constantly just pulling out these wiry Mm -hmm. hairs she just pulls them out yeah, I would hurt because I'd have to shave my head. <laughs> um, I think that would just be a little bit more than I could handle. But I, I'm telling you, there's so many tricks to the trade of little products here and there to yes, just help with the, the dry process. shampoo that's colored, the sticks, the mascaras, the pens, uh, oh, the yeah. color. You know, so there's a lot out there. But I, um, yeah, I just. Yeah. It's cute. Thanks, honey. I like it. Stephanie, you. you've been using that dry shampoo a lot since you cut your hair, right? Yeah, because I can't style it. I'm actually finally, I, I wish I could tell you how much money I spent on styling products. Okay, this is so funny because last I saw you was when we got 22 inches of snow on our cookie exchange. And my hair was probably down to my butt. And it was. And we had a friend, Grant. <laughs> these are really important conversations. A friend who wanted to go gray. And we're telling her, well, maybe ease into it, but yeah. you get it's your decision. Mm-hmm. And then we had Stephanie who wants to go short, and I'm like, why do you want to do that? So, and we all have our different little stories, and I'm like, I'm going brown. Well, why are you doing that? So, it, these are the big earth shattering conversations about our hair. <laughs> I think I told having. my friend though, my one friend that's going gray, who, like, generally I don't, it doesn't bug me, but this particular friend. Like, was just going to go, like, cold turkey. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, you need to blend or do something in between. You can't just decide. It's too shocking. These are really important decisions. Yes. Hey, you know, but you guys made those big decisions, and you look good because of it. This same friend, though, and this is going to sound mean, and it's not meant to, she's like the portrait of Dorian Gray, where when we first met her, she was probably, like, 24, and... 
she has gotten better looking as she has oh. aged every single year. She really has. She's just, she looks just different. Like, she just really She's came gorgeous. in. Yeah. Fine wine. You should see her legs on the tennis court yes. when we played tennis last. <laughs> but so <laughs> At 9 o'clock, I'm like looking at her legs thinking, gosh, those are 22-year-old legs. And then I was, one day I was like, <laughs> you were so ugly when you had your headbands. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> And we just were dying laughing. She was like, I was ugly, wasn't I? I was like, well, you're not as cute as you are now. Everyone, well, it's kind of funny when you look back. Yeah, because she's aged like in reverse. She, ha- she has. It's just weird. And she, and this is the one that wants to go gray. And we're like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. going to be the prettiest one of all of us because you're going in reverse. She's sort of like Cynthia Nixon in that way. Because I thought Cynthia Nixon in and just like that now, like looks so great. She does. Her skin's beautiful. Her hair looks she great. Totally her cut. Does. Her, she totally does. She looks way better than she ever mm-hmm. looked. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's our little ginger too. And you think now, do men sit around and think, well, now I should I shave my head or should I leave these last three strands? Should I die? Yes, wish we, yes, we do. I do all the do time. Do you have these conversations with your friends, Grant? Uh, not my friends with, with Lily well, and sure. my parents, but not my bu- my buddies would tell me to go. <laughs> work, yeah, but no. Oh, my my balding is on my mind all the time. That's real. That's a song. Balding on my, my mind, mind. All, the all the time. All the time. Okay. All right. So you just got back from a big ski trip. I did. I was in Beaver Creek. How was it? You get a headache when you go there, Stephanie, because this is my reason not wanting to ski Colorado. I do get a headache when I go to Colorado, when I go to Vail sometimes. I didn't for Beaver Creek, but here's the thing. I liked skiing a real lot when I was a kid, loved. And as an adult, I've liked. Mm -hmm. And as I'm aging, I like it, but it's 45 minutes before I like it every morning. Because the getting on the stuff... (laughs) The snow pants, the gear, the you're hot leaving the wherever you're staying. Then you're in the car and you're hot and cold. And then you got to get your boots on. Half hour to go to the bathroom. And then you go up the first chair and the first lift or the gondola or whatever it is. It's a half hour. (laughs) And you're cold that first round. And so then you ski down the hill. And it isn't until like you're on the second run where you stop and look around and like, oh, this is pretty and okay. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's lunchtime, four more runs later, and then I don't like to ski after lunch. <laughs> so it's a lot of work for 15 runs total. I don't like In a day, you could do 15 runs? Well, there's no way I could ever do that. No, no, no. I oh. I mean, 15 total the entire trip. Oh, yeah, that was okay. a week. Over the course of okay. two days. Because there were five before lunch, and then yeah. after lunch, we're oh, done. See, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> It's funny that you say that because I just got back from Bozeman with my boys and they're just like, go, go, go. My oh, sister's like, go, go, go. First I mean, lift, last lift. No, thank you. I go and I and I'm, we're, I look at how big it is and how steep it is when we're driving up to it. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. So I go through this whole thing in my mind, like building myself up. You've got this. It's and okay. you're a good skier. I know. But still, it hurts. And we're older. Yeah. And you're worried about falling the whole time. So I just have this changed attitude where I sit on the chairlift and I look around at the beauty and the sun, if it's out, yes. and the snowflakes on the trees and how gorgeous it is. And I'm going to go down at my own pace. Everyone else can go their own way. And the gray jays. And, and, yeah. and just how beautiful it is to be outside. Yep. So that's the change. Not to hurry up and get down the hill ever, ever, ever. Me too. It's just like this change of look at how beautiful this is, how lucky to be outside. And with my don't family. fall. Oh, please don't fall. 
that's like, don't fall. Oh, please don't fall. Yeah. Like I, I can go on most hills. Don't rush me. I'll get down. I am just not going to fall. Falling. Like I slipped the other day and falling as a person of some age is no good. Like you're just uh, like, Oh, did I break my hip? That's oh, so funny. It, no, Grant, this is the truth. But oh. in growing up, I used to like when the yeah. kids would fall and have a, you know, like, you'd walk back up the mountain to them. No big deal. I got that. You're so fit, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I yeah. can't go two steps in the opposite direction. <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. Well, and my husband is still, um, how do I say this? tactfully okay this ought to be good well he's just still <laughs> convinced that maybe he's 40 that's okay and better really than the other like way. going for Listen, it like that's all right I better like than that. the other way that's yes right. he's that's out right. there we at home and he left to go on a snowmobile trip I like he that. is just not gonna good let him. age catch up with him yeah, yeah. And it's and it's beautiful it's beautiful out right now yesterday with the snow was so gorgeous yeah i went cross-country skiing in theater worth park do you love that it is really great. And I'm like, everyone that passed me was like 20 year old mm-hmm. and the, they're like, sorry, or, uh, you know, I'm not very good. It's my first time. So many people are like discovering winter again. It's of, the best. Yeah, it's that's really nice. It's the best. All right. When we come back, we've got stories we can't get enough of. Steph is sitting in today for Miss Lorene. It's Monday. We'll be right back. It's Grant. No problem. All right. So here is the deal. You were just talking about Betty White, and it's her hundredth. It would have been her hundredth birthday today. Um, like you said, you can make donations on our website. There was a really cute story today in the Star Tribune talking about when Betty White um, visited Saint Olaf in real for real, and um, how that all came about because her character Rose on um, the Golden Girls was from the fictional rural town of Saint Olaf. Yep. So. Um, Betty White's bond with St. Olaf started in the mid-1980s when a Hollywood producer called Dan Jorgensen, who was the president of St. Olaf, out of the blue at his office at the college, um, where he worked in public relations. The TV guy wanted to give the college a heads up and said um, they're going to feature Betty White as a character from a made-up St. Olaf, Minnesota. Jorgensen checked with the college president, who agreed that it couldn't hurt. White herself wasn't so sure. Um... And then they said, I was a little apprehensive as I was afraid they would represent the fact that Rose wasn't the brightest bulb on the chandelier (laughs) and they might resent that. But it came out that they ended up, Jorgensen, this PR guy, and Betty had a really long, sweet relationship. And she went in the early 90s and went to St. Olaf. And while they were shooting, the St. Olaf choir went out to Hollywood and performed, you know, St. Olaf rah-rah songs in the rouser. But when he picked her up and he was driving her to Northfield, and St. Olaf is such a great It's camp. beautiful it's down gorgeous. there. Lovely just, town. Lovely. So gorgeous. And so she was driving and they were, um, she told Jorgensen as they were driving through Dakota County um, on a stretch of Cedar Avenue that there was a dog wandering in the street. And she asked him to pull over so she could get the dog out of the middle of the road. Oh, baby. So this exclaiming how much better she felt after saving the pooch. And just how her lifelong... Um, relationship with pets. Yeah, and very so that committed. people are doing this Betty White challenge everywhere today is, is so, so awesome. Um, it is Martin Luther King Day today, celebrating um, Martin Luther King. And um, we've got some cute stuff that we're going to get to a little later in the show. But this struck me yesterday, and I'm glad that you're on because you are a cancer survivor. Yep. And yesterday, Chrissy Everett, or over the weekend, mm. announced that she 
had stage one ovarian cancer, and you never hear stage one in ovarian cancer. No, because you hardly can find it. Exactly. So I had to get my ovaries out. Exactly. They were like, oh, if you get ovarian cancer, because sometimes they're linked breast and ovarian, and they were like, just get those ovaries out. Right. And so she shared a story. Her sister, 62, died in 2020 of ovarian cancer. And like you said, and we know this, um, ovarian cancer is one of the hardest cancers, like pancreatic cancer, to figure out until it's too late. And so her sister had died from it, and there was this, you know, the BRCA thing. I think that you took that test, didn't you? There's a lot of tests now. BRCA was the first. There's about 12 other genes that they can type. I'm still convinced I have a genetic component. We just haven't found the genes I have yet. Right, because your mom died of breast cancer, and then you were diagnosed with breast cancer how many years ago? I was 42. My grandma died of it. My dad had prostate. There's also a link between breast and prostate in parents. Oh, there is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. And so she ends up she ends up taking this BRCA yep. um test and finds out, okay, I'm gonna get um, you know, have a hysterectomy. Yep. And then they find a tumor in her fallopian tube and it's they do all, you know, they call her back and said, Oh my gosh. And so they did all the thing on the lymph nodes and the surrounding areas and everything and finds out she only has stage one and she's gonna go through chemo and she feels so lucky. And all of that happened because she did the BRCA test. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and you find like there's so many genetic links between prostate, breast, uterine, <laughs> cervical, ovarian. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like a whole list. And if you like for me having cancer so young and then my mom and my dad having it. Right. They'll start surveilling my daughter at 30. Yeah. Oh, good. Really? That's yeah. Good. They'll start looking for it at 30. Okay. Well, that's good. So we yeah. joke about I'm like, oh, hope your breasts feeling good. Like keep those <laughs> breasts as long as you can. <laughs> you guys mentioned fallopian tube. My mom actually had fallopian tube cancer, which was very rare. It yeah. Was, right. Yeah, she. They thought it was ovarian and cervical, and then right? They, and they took something. They did something with that, and then they we had a situation. She left. Everything was good. Things were still going on. They went back in, realized it was in her fallopian tubes, and then gave her a full hysterectomy. So, okay, yeah, sim- so, you know, down so the path. three of the. What's signs. funny? Not okay, to make fun of you, Grant. Yeah. Not to. I'm but, a man, so I. Well, probably just said the wrong. way you Grant. talked about it is how, like, with my mom's mom, it was just female cancer. So, like, we had to literally look up, like, her medical records Mm -hmm. to do the genetic typing because all we knew was female cancer. Because people didn't talk about... You wouldn't say breast. It was... Or fallopian. It it was more like the down there was a little more... Yes. Yep. Yes. And there's a lot of... And that's where me, as a young man coming into this situation, I had come to my mom a couple times and there were situations going on and, you know, it was a lot for me to take in, but I learned a lot quickly and... You know, Grant's we're all an through only it child, now. Yeah. And he's super close with his mom. Of yes. course, you are, cutie. Which is yeah. dar. We talk Lynn. every day. Every which day. is dar. Oh, see, my Lynn. husband talks to his mom every day, too. Meanwhile, my daughter, I'm like. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's been a week. Hello. <laughs> How's it going over at the house? <laughs> oh, gosh. My mom, you know, she is um, a huge Kansas City I Chiefs fan. I saw her in her oh, And Chiefs I don't know if you outfit. saw in her Instagram post. I did. Beautiful. Okay. My brother is so cute, and he buys her all this Kansas City Chief, you know, stuff to wear. But she, she grew up a Packer fan, marries a Minnesota dude, and com- becomes... A Viking fan, as, but still is a Packer fan. As big of a fan as you can be with those. Oh, they yeah, right. can't be. And so then when Patrick Mahomes came on, like, what is it, three or four years ago, she just, her and her sister just went crazy for him. So they're Kansas City Chief fans. That's fun. And so she's just so. Well, she's, she, she could be seeing her old favorite team, the Packers, play the Chiefs I know. in the Super Bowl. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? That would for be her? a good game. Yes, that would be my kind of. Pick, that would but. be a fun game. Okay, so, but just three signs back to the ovarian cancer because yes. I just think it's just great for awareness because we've heard from so many people that, you know, they did mammary, you know, mammary, when we talk about these things, yeah. it just raises awareness. So the three things with ovarian cancer is abdominal distension. Yep. Um, a change in your bowels or a change in your urinary, urinary tract, you know, just so those could be anything. You might think anything, but again, maybe the combo of the three together might help someone because yep. that is a hard one to diagnose. Oh. I'm just sitting here thinking, do oh. I have any No, come on. <laughs> you know, um, I've always got one ear to the ground just in case. I know. Don't Google I, it. That's the scariest part is oh, when you start God, Googling things. Oh, don't Google. And then our um, Celine Dion, she is struggling with cramps in her legs that are not allowing her to tour or do her concert. Apparently, the pitch on the stage in Vegas, where she was going to be doing some home shows, you know, that's where she uh-huh. was doing her training, was so steep. And she's got this cramping thing going on. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. They don't really know. They haven't really said anything. But if people had tickets to her concerts, the next set have been canceled because we heard all the Vegas ones were canceled. Now this is where her North America dates have been canceled. She's hoping to uh, perform in Europe. She's 50. What is she? 52. She's been canceling a lot. Even back, what was that like? Eight years ago when she had to cancel a lot of her shows in Vegas. Was that when Renee was dying? Though? Yeah. I'm not saying, but not that any, definitely a good reason, but it seems like every time she gets back on the road, can, something unfortunate happens. Can I say the horrible, obvious thing? Oh, yeah. gosh, she needs to eat? Well, oh, I mean, she's <laughs> she has an eating disorder. Do you oh, think oh. so? 110%. You really? She's skinny. She's very skinny. Beyond. 110%. And... When you have had an eating disorder your whole adult life. Has that ever been documented? Are you making this up? I think it's a fair statement. I don't know if it's documented. I'm not her doctor. but (laughs) Can I say something here? Yeah. I mean, you get ailments. Like you have heart issues. You don't grow. You don't properly feed Mm -hmm. your organs, your muscles. You know, you need food. Yes, you do. And I'm sorry for her. And we're going to talk about food when we come back. Yes. <laughs> we're going to talk about a lot of good food to eat in this month of January. Say what this is. This is my talk. We'll be right back. Oh, the new song. Yeah, the new that's my 
my song. Okay, what is... All right, so let's catch up with you. At one point, you were Don't, doing Dry yeah. January. Then you were doing Whole30. I was doing Dry January, and then and I, I didn't make it very Patterson? far. No, he, I didn't make it very starts, far. Well, he starts something new every week. This yeah. week he's getting up at 5 a.m. with his daughter for a 5 o'clock challenge. <laughs> Grant is laughing over there. No, because every day when he, I worked with them, it was a new thing. And then I would literally call new... him out two weeks later and be like, buddy, we still doing it or not? I just try not to make proclamations anymore because people listen. So does he not <laughs> last in his proclamations? Sometimes. So he makes rarely. a lot of them. He that's finished funny. that book, surprisingly. He did finish the book. I, th- that's about the only one yeah, that I can no, remember. No, we just make fun. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Because he likes to try everything and tell everybody about it. And then, you know, maybe I made I, some other choices. I started out dry January I strong. And then I petered out. And then I went on vacation. And I was always going to not be dry during the vacation. Yes, yeah, so I'm dry January till I'm on vacation. That's right. <laughs> and then it's on hold. And yeah. then I came back and... We just had some stuff, and yeah, yeah, it wasn't fun anymore. So yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, but and what, I've also decided. What this, about the whole thirty? Well, that's kind of went the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I even forgot I was doing that. That's, that's what's so funny thing. about that. Okay, because your boss here. So I'm so excited. I'm getting started. <laughs> yep. Okay, I lied. And that's, no, I didn't lie. Today is the day that, by the way, if you had a New Year's resolution, it's already shot to hell in a Yeah, Andy. because it's Today's like you make it out. two weeks. Oh, yeah, it's done. It's it's done. I did have a New Year's resolution that I have kept. Okay. But it's kind of one that hung over from before. But I try to move at least five days a week. That's awesome. Like, yep, at for least. 20 minutes, whatever. Mm, I usually do 45 minutes that's, to an hour of see, something. That's Very seriously good. awesome. Mm-hmm. But I have to, like, okay, like, I live by the cross-country ski course, so... I have to like get my crap on and go yep. do it. Or when we skied, I like did a couple extra runs just so I made sure I got enough time exactly. on the hill. What right. else? Do I do I do uh, Zoom classes, which are just hell on earth. I get on that Peloton that is a much better clothes hanger than an exercise machine, but I do it. So good for you. I'm I've been good about doing that. I think it is the one thing and, and forty five is a lot. I think if if you can even do do whatever 20, do whatever it works. But today I forced myself, put on my crampons, which are those cleat yep. things on the bottom of your shoes that are not tampons for cramps. They're those cleaty things. <laughs> And I they made really myself clarifying. For get the outside. In the room. I made myself get outside because I know it's going to be freezing for the next few days. Yep. I'm like, I have to get outside and get the fresh air. Sunlight on your eyelids for 15 minutes gives you enough vitamin D, like in, in the reverse today. of a pill. You I, take your glasses off, 15 minutes. Oh, on your eyelids. On your eyelids, and that is the equivalent of a vitamin D supplement. Okay. 15 oh, minutes. That's a, that's that's a, a little self help yeah. fact there, yep. Grant. And like if you that. have little kids. And, you know, you were also worried about sun, skin, skin cancer and sunscreen. Right, right, right. Let your little kids have 15 minutes of unprotected sun on their body, sun on their face, sun on their eyes, and then put their sunscreen on. You need some sun. You need, yeah, you do. And we're, be, mid, we're like in the north. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I take so many vitamin D supplements. I do, too. 10,000 IUs I a day. And I still <laughs> am out there for 15 minutes. I'm, I didn't know that. All right. So... Are you, have you been to any good new restaurants oh, lately? Oh, yeah. I got a whole list. Okay. Tell okay. us what's hot. Well, more than what's hot, I want to tell you about something else. Because okay. I did a TV segment on it today, and I yes. do think it's important. There are families that now the pandemic with the masking again, Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Louis Park, Edina, Minnetonka, 
people are not going to restaurants or they're going in masks. And if you have a family, it's hard. Yeah. When you got the kids. Yeah. So I thought it would be good to share some places that do like family takeout things. Okay. And that you can pick up that might be new. And we talked about this one on Weekly Dish. Steph actually alerted me to it. It's called Toma Moho Grill. It's by Ridgedale. And they do these like meat plates and then they have all these different sauces and sides. Okay. So like a moho rubbed roast chicken or a giant platter of pulled pork and then they'll have like piri piri sauce or a habanero moho, a side of Brussels sprouts, a side of potatoes. So you can kind of family style and mix and match. Pardon me? Remember the old Boston market with the chicken, the mashed potatoes? Yeah. The the best dinner. Which was awesome, but it's now closed. I don't think there's any left. No, I love that place. But I mean, it's so it's updated with better food. Yeah. 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 Okay. And a little more healthy for you, I guess. Another place that does... Is there does, enough there and it doesn't break the bank for a family for... Oh, do you want me to tell you how much it is? Because well, it's actually a really good deal. It's 36 bucks. Okay. So that's a great deal. Yeah. Um. Also, the if you like like Mediterranean food, which I do. I do too. Shish on Grand. Oh, I love shish. I like it too. So they have between 40 and 50 bucks. It serves three to four. And it's falafel, you can get gyros, you get all of the meats, all of the sides, tons of pita, hummus, salad. And usually a family like can go through that for one meal, but like a couple, you could get like two or three days out of it. Yeah. Um, One other one I'll mention, and then I'll tell you about some other places I've been, is uh, Namaste in Uptown. This one I like because it's a family meal that feeds four to six. And it has a ton of food. So you get four curries. So you can get different curries like they have like a chicken shawarma or they'll have a vegetable curry or panique paneer, different kind of right. curries. And then you get um, also you get um, the bread, basmati rice. You can choose your spice level. Nom. So uh, Indian food is something that kids usually like because you can get it. So it's not super spicy right. and it's got that kind of sweet and soury right. element to it. So if you have kids that are adventurous, I would say to try that. And Love then, it. so the, those are my family meal ideas. And then, have you ever been to the Kenwood? No. Okay, I went well, there for brunch recently. Okay. It's over right in Uptown, but kind of closer to where like 394 and by the Walker. Okay. It is super beautiful inside there. You feel like you're at a hunting club, like a country club. Okay. They have a pistachio pancake. Oh, yum. That is so good. They had great service. They have like the uh, like a real French omelet where it's like super light and fluffy and they serve it with a side of greens. Just like something that's not super like heavy. Right. Um, they just I we went there the other day for breakfast and I was like, I forgot how good this place is. So that's the Kenwood. Um, also, I want to for you because you spend some time on West 7th. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Burger Dive? So the folks from Smack Shack that also run the 1029 and they run Burger Dive and Potluck that's up in Roseville, they bought this old bar called Bay Street and it's Burger Dive now. And they have great burgers, a super delicious like crispy hash brown breakfast. We went there. We played pull tabs. We won $600. We had Bloody Marys. No one ever wins in pull tabs. Oh, we just had the best time. We won so much money, we gave our waitress the $100 pull tab that we won because we won a $500, too. Oh, my gosh. she was, like, hysterical. So funny. Oh, my gosh. 
It was, it's just a great place. The burgers are super good, but also like it's, I think it's hard to find pandemic breakfast. Oh yeah. Because a lot of the places aren't doing breakfast or they're just opening for lunch Mm -hmm. and dinner. So I would go there for a delicious, the Bloody Mary had an egg, bacon, a pickle, a pepper, a thing of cheese, a meat stick, like that was really just loaded. And then Mr. Paul's Supper Club. Have you been there yet, any Dina? No, but I read about it. It's real good, and it's cute, and it just feels like you're in New Orleans, so it kind of feels like you're on a trip, which I like restaurants, because since we never can go anywhere, when we do go somewhere, like I like feeling like I'm somewhere. Yes, absolutely. And they have a crawfish etouffee. They've got this delicious boudin balls, they're called. It's like a dirty rice that's fried in this ball, and then you dip it in like this remoulade sauce. Oh, Yum. so good. Yeah, Yum. super good. Have you been there, Grant? Not to this place, but I've had those before, Yum. and they are very good. And they have like great drinks. like and, and they also have another place, if you're looking for a quick lunch, they've opened a po' boy shop that's open from 11 to 4. And Where is it in Edina? Right in Nolan, Maine's. Oh, okay. So yep. Nolan Mains is a weird thing. If you, it's kind of behind Fiftieth and France. Know. It's back in what used to be like the parking ramp almost. Right. right. And also, um, Sweet Science Ice Cream is over there. I don't know if you're a big like. I could sometimes just eat ice cream during the day, and oh. then I don't eat dinner. Oh. <laughs> is there any other meal choice besides it's, ice cream? They have a bumbleberry crisp, mm. and then a chocolate cinnamon too that I'm kind of addicted to. Her ice creams are really good. So that's just kind of a fun. There's a lot of shops over there too that are different. Some that are local. It's just fun to shop over there. So that would be uh, Mr. Paul's. Mr. Paul's is a good place to go on a date. It sounds so. They fun. have like all these different looked, little rooms. It so sounds so cool. It is cool, and you can kind of feel intimate. Mm-hmm. And here's a tip too: a lot of these newer places, it is hard to get reservations. But you can go sit at the bar. Right. They don't take reservations at a bar at a lot of these places, like Kaluna is a great place that's opened at 44th and Nicollet. And it feels like you're in Southeast Asia when you walk in there. It's so beautiful and white and it's like Santa Monica or it's just, it feels like nowhere you've ever been. Beautiful. It is beautiful. And you can get like a whole fish with all these fresh herbs and they've got these wonderful curries. But the bar there, they have a huge bar. You can always try and sit at the bar. I, see, I, re- I prefer sitting at a bar. Well, and I'm eating these days at like 530. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> the senior citizen menu. Mm-hmm. Like, can I get, you the, get the senior discount? discount? You get the discount. <laughs> it's just There's like... There's nothing wrong with that. We no. had a reservation at 730 somewhere recently, Did and I was like... feel like you had to wait up? I was like, 730? Like... I mean, literally, and I was dying laughing. My friend was like, seriously, you need to take some time. Well, because like, it gets 7:30. dark. I had to play tennis at nine in Fridley last Thursday, and I just thought, That's a okay, I've already been to bed and woken up again. Yes, you know, exactly. I, it was so late. It was so late. we got to take a quick break, Stuff. Hanson is sitting in today. When we come back, maybe a little more food and maybe a little Liza. Oh. Who can say? We'll be right back. Okay, I couldn't tell you how delighted I was to see Liza Minnelli again profiled on CBS Sunday morning yesterday. Oh, we have like... not seen her for a while yeah. since she moved to L.A. Um, Lordy, I saw her for a concert in Vegas. Gosh, is it eight years ago now? I can't remember. 
but she, it was a very shortened concert. <laughs> but we were just saying, should we go? Should we go? Should we go? Lori calls her brother. Absolutely, you have to go see Liza Minnelli. You never know if you're going to be able to see her again. Right, because she's had, a little erratic. And we saw her at the Hilton Flamingo, and we had the best seats. It was so much fun. And she's so fabulous. And I've been wondering, where is Liza? She is only 75 years old. That kind of... Because Goldie Hawn is 80. Isn't oh. she? Or is Goldie Hawn 70? I, I'll look it up. All right. Maybe Goldie Hawn's only 70. Maybe Goldie I'm aging Hawn her. looks really good if she's Maybe 80. I'm aging her. Maybe I... But Jane Fonda is 80. But the difference between well. Liza Minnelli... Okay, so anyway, so she sat down. And here's a little bit... Of her, she is with her music partner. That- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She's had for life um, Michael Feinstein and um, they're doing an album. Michael Feinstein is doing an album and it's all on um, Gershwin. Oh, that'll be cool. Songs, and they're doing it together. So here she is just okay. kind of giving us a little update. We caught up with Liza Minnelli, where she's most at home. Embrace me. At the piano with Michael Feinstein and a tune by George and Ira Gershwin. My sweet embrace you. Still the one and only Liza. Yet even now, uncertain of her own immeasurable gifts, do you recognize that you have achieved the status of legend? No, I have to be told a lot. Like, I keep saying to Michael, is that all right? You know, I had great people around me. The biggest thing I got was to recognize somebody else's talent. She was just a toddler when she appeared with her mother, Judy Garland, in the movie musical in the good old summertime. I thought my mother was perfect. Perfect. Every little thing she did. But my father, there was no one in the world like my father. And I'm so much like him. Film director Vincent Minnelli was a Hollywood giant in his day. Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly, Kay Thompson were literally household names. I grew up around all these wonderful people. And yet my parents always said to me, nah, <laughs> you're your own. There's nobody like you. In 1972, she shifts into a higher orbit and credits a Frenchman. Charles Aznavour changed my life. He changed my entire life. Because I wasn't a good singer. I was not. And I knew because my mom was the best in the world. But I went to see Charles Aznavour, and he sang a song. But it wasn't his voice that got me. What got me was why he was singing it. I just thought, that's what I want to do. Isa is currently working with Michael Feinstein as executive producer of an upcoming album called Gershwin Country. And- 
and producing his new tour celebrating Judy Garland's 100th birthday this year. When I'm singing to an audience, I'm not singing to an audience. I'm singing to you. What I want to say to the audience is, have you ever felt like this? Because it's what I'm going through now. I just want people to know that I've been through what they've been through. Oh, and she, she, okay, so I was just so happy to see her because I yeah. wondered. We saw her at the SAG Awards, oh, maybe like eight years ago. And there's been a lot, you know, and I remember when she did a very, very funny um, home shopping thing with um, <laughs> Isaac Mizrahi. Do you remember that? No. Oh, it was hysterical, and she's so funny, and, I, and she's frail. She, you feel like she's a little frail, and she might look like she seems like she has Parkinson's. I don't know what you thought, Grant, when you watched it a little bit. Yeah, a little. There's a little there's bit. There's a little of, bit of a shake, a yeah, tremor. But, yeah. You know, and she struggled with drugs and alcoholic, sure. but she won a Tony at 17. She's an EGOT winner. Um, she really, when she talked about the delivery of her the words in a song and talked, I thought that was very interesting. And the guy's name was Charles. I Eisner, this French um, singer, and she just talked about the delivery and where you put the right emphasis on a word and stuff like that. She was, was a master at that, too. So, well, so was Judy. So was Judy. And so it really, and she said, my mom, my mommy, or mama, what did she call her? I don't know. It, it was just really fun to yeah. see her. And I just, she's an icon. And Absolutely. I was just so happy to see her because, like, we haven't seen Barbara Walters in so long. We haven't seen a lot of people in a long time, and I wonder how they're doing. Yeah, they you know just kind of I mean? disappear into the Hollywood, yes. So I was glad to see her. Um, you mentioned Vegas and like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I have a story about Vegas for you. Okay. I was there recently this summer, and we were standing at the Siegfried and Roy mm. uh, bronze breast that's out in front of the Mirage. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me that very few people actually even know what that is. Today. Yeah, that it's just, it's been gone now for some time, Mm -hmm. and it was sort of a thing of the past, and Vegas has changed so much. And Kurt and I went there, and we went to the Secret Garden, and we saw the lions, and there's a new podcast. I don't know if you've heard about this. This is Lori's vintage scandal last Wednesday. Okay. So she mm-hmm. did this already? Mm-hmm. Oh, because the podcast. Just, just well, it's called Wild Thing, and mm-hmm. it's eight-part episode, and it's a podcast about Siegfried and Roy. Mm-hmm. And you just, they were larger than life, Be- and they uh, had an entire multi-million dollar casino built up around their, essentially, a magic show and an uh-huh. animal show. Right. And they as humans were very interesting people their entourage the amount of people they employed i mean it's just it's insane to think about it in the context of today it it really is and they were so larger than life and would like to travel with tigers yeah and on a cruise ship with tigers and how they met and their story and And their whole secret garden of their house oh yeah and i mean their house was a zoo And just that that like happened and, and that now and there's still this bust of them outside mm-hmm. the Mirage and people take pictures with it, but they have no idea what they're taking pictures with. You saw them perform. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so did Grant. Yep. And so did I. And so mm-hmm. did Lori. And a lot of I mean that I'll never I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Very amazing. 
It was amazing. It's just, and it's so funny to think like, and I guess maybe the Tiger King, you can't stop thinking about like. I never watched that. I'm still glad. Oh, it's such a episode of just trashy, sad, <laughs> right. ridiculously buffoony people. Yeah. That abuse animals What's on top the, of it. Say the name of the podcast again. A wild thing. Okay. Eight parts. And it's very interesting. If anyone's looking for a new podcast, I'd highly recommend it. Oh my gosh, because so she was talking about, they were talking about how much um, work was done after Montecor attacked Roy. Yeah. And all the conspiracy theories around it and everything. So she, this was last Wednesday's Vintage Scandal. It was so good. I'm just like, oh gosh, because I remember when John Souchere, who you work for and I worked with. Yeah. He pretended he was Montecor's trainer and came on after that. And <laughs> we had just started on the air and we were... Just doing such goofy crap, just finding anyone in the building who could pretend they were an expert. <laughs> and you know how funny John Sushere was. Oh, gosh, Grant, this man is so funny. It's Joe's brother. Oh, oh, my. I didn't know that. I was wondering. I'm like, oh, oh that's John. funny. Oh. We were sales reps together and we worked at a radio station and he like tapped me on the shoulder one day and he goes, come on, come on. I go, where are we going? He goes, we're going to lunch. So we walk out of the building, and it was a trailer, actually, because we worked in a trailer, and we start walking around the parking lot, and he's pointing out different people's cars, mm-hmm. and like, look at that, look at look at inside his car, like, and the program director's <laughs> car was like literally full of like hundreds of fast food wrappers, and then somebody else, it was just like an old gym bag, you right. know, and just their right. clothes everywhere, and we just walked around and looked in people's cars that we worked with and laughed. That's true. And if you ever saw the inside of Barbara Carlson's, it was all Diet Cokes. Yep. Diet Coke. Ab- absolutely. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. honey, that's funny. All right, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, My Talk 107.1.